Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nineteen ninety six is our year today. It is a box history lesson for you as we run through the years. Uh, We've done nineteen ninety three. Of course, the rest was the runners up then. Ninety four, ninety five national champions with a lot of controversy around it. But either way, Nebraska getting the the, the rings and then going into nineteen ninety six. They beat Michigan State 55-14 to to open up the season. Grant Wister, Mike Minter both getting defensive touchdowns. They looked like Nebraska was going to continue on the roll. Preseason ranked number one. Uh, and then all of a sudden they have to go to Sun Devil Stadium and play number 17 Arizona State. Uh, good ranking for Arizona State. But, hey, they, they beat that team 77-28 to the previous season. And then Jake Plummer and that defense uh, Jake came Plummer, in. Jake Plummer, my yep. God. Cardinal great, not so much Denver great, but statistic in Denver as well. Um, Pat Tillman was also on that, that Arizona yeah. State team. And that yeah. Arizona State team actually went on to play in the Rose Bowl. And had they held on to a lead that they got with like a minute 20 left, they would have been national champions. Are you serious? Yeah, that was really? like Arizona State's best team of all time. We didn't know it at the time. And I can't even imagine – what the feelings were like. If, if you remember the shock of that game, uh, give us a text, 402-464-5685. Of course, this was also the opening for our, our man, Scott Frost. Tommy Frazier had uh, had moved on. Lawrence Phillips had moved on. A lot of those 1995 uh, reasons you win the title are, are out the door. So Scott Frost steps in and gets shut out at Sun Devil Stadium. Um, and so it was kind of a tumultuous start for him. Uh, and just a surprise. I think that has to be one of the most shocking results of all time uh, on a 26 game winning streak back-to-back national champions you beat a team 77 to 28 the year before and then you lose 19 to nothing my goodness tough tough start for nebraska um good thing is that that team was still pretty darn good uh so they went they turned it around beat uh, colorado state 65 to 9 39 3 over number 16 kansas state they're moving their way back into the top five one of a bunch of other games of course at this point also noteworthy for this season the first year of the big 12 and so a- along the way, they did play Oklahoma that year, and they beat them 73-21, to beat them down. Oklahoma, obviously, in the middle of some tough years. Um, but oh, yeah. this was uh, – th- they- so they played Oklahoma that year, but this was the Big 12 North and the Big 12 South divided, so it was not going to be protected rivalry. Nebraska was not going to play Oklahoma every year, so um, that was surprising. They did beat them that in that game, though, and went on to win the Big 12 North, uh, including a 17-12 to win over number 5 Colorado, uh, pretty much to wrap it up. And then the flu game uh, – uh, Nebraska, a lot of those guys came down with the flu. They were going to play unranked Texas, number three in the nation, and had a chance at uh, maybe some national despi- title stuff, despite that Arizona State loss, uh, if everything kind of fell into place for them. Uh, but they ended up losing that game, 27-37. to 37. It began uh, what was uh, mostly just frustration every time you played Texas on the football field. Uh, it began in 1996. Um, Nebraska did rebound with a Orange Bowl victory. You know, this was kind of sad. This is one of those years where you're, you're frustrated you're in the Orange Bowl. I guess someone like Ohio State in the Rose Bowl this past year um, because obviously you were a national title contender going into the Big 12 championship. Uh, they beat down Virginia Tech, though, 41-21. to 21, uh, Your Virginia Tech Hokies. That's right. Um, Jim Druckenmiller. Uh, People finish first-round draft pick. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska finished 11-2 on the year. Uh, this was the year Danny Warfel went and win the Heisman in Florida actually beat Florida State um, and uh, won their 
national championship. So in the year after Nebraska beat Florida, Florida goes on to win the national championship, and Danny Warfel gets the win there. So a little bit of a of a down year for Nebraska. Uh, with some, with just imagine, yeah, I'm calling that a down year. Oh, I know, eleven and two, How times Orange Bowl win. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, so, uh, off the text line, someone says, I thought we might be in trouble after that first game against Michigan State. I think we only had about 250 yards of total offense, even though we scored 55 points. Yeah, the defense kind of uh, had a couple of touchdowns there in that game. Uh, Brian says, let's call it utter disbelief. I was mourning for days. I miss that feeling. Yeah, even that, like the, the pain that comes along with a huge loss, like you you feel like you never want to feel that way again. But then after years and years of never playing in a game that really is going to make you feel that matters, pain, yeah. then you're like, oh, my goodness. Even that you would, take would that be back. nice. Yeah. yeah. Was Texas good that year? I mean, I know they weren't ranked. They won the Big 12. They were yeah. unranked going into that uh, into that game. Um, so it is what it is. I, I suppose they were okay. I think they probably finished, I can look up the final top 25. They finished number 23 in the nation. Your Hokies, for what it's worth, finished 13th after that loss. To Nebraska, oh, yeah. who finished 6th. Again, Florida with they, the title. Uh, also, nice uh, trivia for Virginia Tech. Uh, Bud Foster was in his second season as oh. defensive coordinator for the Hokies. Bud Foster, one of my favorite of assistants of all time. Oh, and Florida's. Awesome. Florida, by the way, also lost to Florida State. It was one of those examples like we had this year where they played that regular season game, lost to Florida State 24-21. to That was number one versus number two. And then they had a rematch uh, against number one Florida State, who, who overtook that spot, obviously, and right. then beat them. Um, so that was kind of interesting. And like I said, Florida State uh, beat Florida. They would not have maybe won the title if Arizona State had not lost to to, to um, Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Arizona State would have been the title holder. So, and Buck, we got a ton of text messages if you want to read them off, oh, starting yeah. with Corey. I know this is uh, more up your wheelhouse. It's your history lesson. I'll That's let right. you take over. Uh, Corey says, remember the Arizona State game well. Was a junior in high school. My buddy's parents were out of town, so a few of us and our girlfriends were drinking beer and watching it there. Nice. Everyone was shocked <laughs> nice. and pulse by the night turned out all right for me anyway. I mean, I mean, not nice. It's not cool to drink underage. But it, it was bittersweet there for me. <laughs> was, uh, yeah, Also right. off the text line, I was there at Arizona State, 12 years old. We'll never forget the Arizona State fans around us patting me on the back saying, well, you'll get us in the second half. Oh, no. There was even <laughs> fear from the fans there. Fear. It never happened. Uh, Arizona State was a flu game, too, just not publicized as much. Huh, that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, the flu kind of went. That's what. That's the only thing that could stop Tom Osborne's Nebraska teams that's at right. this time. Is some, is back in those days, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was that was crazy. Obviously, 1997, a little bit more fun, and we'll uh, we'll get back to that tomorrow. But I, I, that's what I think of when I think of 1996. I think of the shutout loss coming off two straight national championships to a team that you just put up 77. What happened? In the I mean, what, what happened that game? Just couldn't get the offense going. Yeah, just couldn't get anything going. Like, I think that there was a safety involved there. Um, obviously, the defense didn't struggle too much. You would like to win a game if it's you know only give up 19 points. I watched it. It was kind of I rewatched it. Obviously, not live, um, but it was. Uh, uh, it's just kind of like felt like Nebraska just never got anything going. Obviously, never scored, but it felt like it was just gonna, going to happen, and the game ran out of time. It was weird because I felt like when I watched it back on it, it would be like one of those just crazy moments of college football, the fans flood, but it was 19 to nothing. Like Arizona State knew they were going to win for the final right. like four minutes, and it was just kind of like it was shock, but it wasn't all that competitive. Right. So it was re very, very strange. Right. Uh, Corey also says the one thing that younger Husker fans will never be able to truly wrap their heads around is how much we took winning for granted in 1996. Uh, so there's our history lesson today uh, about 1996 Husker football. 11 and two Orange Bowl winners. Complete failure. That's, <laughs> no, that, that's the crazy thing, too, is I a lot. Of, 
I've, I keep saying this, Buck. People are 25 now. Last yeah. time I saw Nebraska win a national championship. Took it for granted. What we would do for that. What if that happened this year? Be oh, jumping man. for joy. Oh, yeah. Be tearing and that down was, light poles. By the way, that was not a complete failure. I hate, I hate saying that sort of thing because there's a lot of people that had great seasons then, first-team yeah. All-American, stuff like that. So it was a great year, um, but obviously just as compared to 94, 95, and 97, which is coming around, didn't win up with the gold. But uh, still, uh, to be playing, I mean, that's that's what you want, is to be playing in the Big 12 championship with, with a title game appearance on the line. Yeah. That's all you can yeah. ask for. Uh, Nebraska just couldn't quite get it done. We'll take a break. We'll ask about Strick's 1996 season and kind of what he was doing around then uh, when Eric Strickland joins us for On the Block, coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket.